We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. move over to the defense let's do it so yeah defensively now here's where it gets a little bit interesting obviously and and we talked about the defense last night in our post game show and some of the things that we thought we didn't like and and uh you know some of the scheme stuff that we thought we didn't like and I would say uh, upon further review a lot of that stuff held up but then some opinions changed about some individual play uh that to, we'll get to into. a degree to, to a degree yeah, right a degree. exactly and of course we were able to watch the defensive line which we didn't watch a ton yesterday as well and we'll we have a chance to right. talk about that yeah the defensive line let's start there defensive or do you want to start with scheme i mean let's just kind of get the scheme part out of the way Vince, because okay. i don't want to rehash it all again from last night right. but let's just kind of confirm a couple things it. that we did see Broke the game down, and I was honestly hoping to feel better about what they were doing, and I don't. Yeah, and there just were there were so many times yesterday, Vince, where they were just bringing certain pressures just because it didn't make right. sense based on how the def- the offense was aligned. It, like those pressures made no sense. It's almost like they were working on stuff as mm-hmm. opposed to like doing actually things. doing stuff i'm not saying that's playing. what they were yeah. doing i'm but not it, saying that's what yeah. they were doing I'm but it felt like that at times it just it, it it's like why would you do that there right they definitely missed jd bertrand yesterday because i oh. have a feeling some of those calls what some of those pressures would have been called off like for a perfect example they they line up and they've got an h back kind of in a wing and they've got a running back in the backfield and there's twins to the right I believe. And they motion the back out. Jack Kaiser goes running outside and they've got, so now they've got a, 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 a shade to the left of the, the offensive line to the left of the offensive, a shade, a five technique, and then nothing. And then to the right, they've got a, th- like a three technique. They had an outside guy and then they had a linebacker and they like all crashed to that side. And they just ran the quarterback right up in the hole and ca- and took the H back and, pulled him right around Mm -hmm. and they just crashed it. And it was just like parting of the red sea. And that's the thing we talked about Vince, that is they watched Notre Dame and they knew if we line up in this formation and motion them now, they're going to bring a, a a heavy fire backside and we're going to run right up, right around it. 
And that happened way too many times, way too many times. They played it. They ran a lot of uh, line twists where they crash the tackle and bring the end inside. It's either, either Notre Dame's guys are really bad at running it, which could be true. Mm-hmm. Could be. Or Central Michigan knew it was coming because they were just turning to it. And then they just, the line, they were just waiting on the defensive ends to, to, to twist into them. Right. And they were picking it up and, and just taking themselves it, like, outside right the inside. play. Yeah. 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 There just was a lot of that yesterday where I, where I felt like you're just doing that just to do it. There's no reason for that. There's no right. reason to be that pressure oriented. And and there was, I mean, I ended up getting through the third quarter and I just kind of turned it off. I was like, I'm tired of watching this. It's the same thing over and over again. I think there's maybe, maybe three or four run plays where they just lined up in their base defense and just went. And like every time Vince, we were watching, we were watching together. I'm like, go to play this, go to play that. And it's just like D line blew central Michigan off the ball. Yep. Linebackers red crashed, blew it up. A perfect example is a play with with the with the Marist and Jack defensive line. They're just lined up in their base defense. Bam! Everybody everybody lined up good. Yeah. Base normal front. Defensive line comes off. Riley drives a dude back. Howard shoots his gap, turns the guy. They're running right at right downhill a gap, which they've been killing her in with all game. Marist comes off and blows the guard up on the outside, forces the run back inside. Jack is scraping from the backside. He he reads it perfectly. Beats his guy to the spot and boom, blows the right running the back hole. up at the line of scrimmage. Right in the hole. And you're like, dude, we're, why aren't you doing this more? Correct. They can't block your dudes. Right. They can't block your dudes when you let your dudes play. And we saw that a couple other runs. And there was a couple times you're like, well, that looked like they got gashed on. And then you look inside and they're doing some like little inside twist. And you're just like, why? Why? There's nothing wrong with those things. But as I've always said, when you blitz that often, every time you blitz, you run the risk of getting gashed every time. So the more you blitz, the more opportunity there is for you to get gashed. There's a couple times where you and I were talking like, man, I'm really glad that that other team's quarterback was not very good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I'll I'll pull a perfect example of we've talked a lot about how the middle of the field's been a problem for Notre Dame. And it's just because they, they vacate it, Vince. I mean, they just, they just turn it loose. And I'm going to, I'm going to show you a perfect example yesterday. Now on the stat sheet, you're going to be like, you know, dude, what are you complaining about? Like on that particular play you're complaining about, Brian, they got to the quarterback and they forced a, they hit him and and he laterals backwards. And I'm like, a, he held on the ball way too long. He got to the top of his drop, double hitched, and then tried to throw, and he missed a wide open guy. And I'm going to show you the play that I'm talking about uh, on, on right now, Vince, is this play right here. My whole point is, look at that big opening. He's already got to the top of his drop. This ball should be out already. And my whole thing is, if that's Caleb Williams, if that's Kyle McCord, if that's Riley Leonard, if that's maybe Jack Plummer, if that's Cade Klubnik, maybe he's still young by then. That ball's being thrown, and that guy's catching it right where he is now because that ball's coming as soon as he hits the in cut. That ball's coming out. That guy catches it, and he's gone. This was a play about how their backup quarterback wasn't good enough to read the defense and get the ball out as a, more so than it was the defense did great. And so when I say things like I did yesterday that, look – I know the stats look great. I think Notre Dame right now ranks third nationally in yards per play allowed in total defense. That's great. That's great. But my whole point is they have not played a good team yet. And that's my concern. Sure. Is are they they're fourth in total defense and they're third in yards per play. Okay. Their pass my whole point defense is, is first, I think. Come again. Pass efficiency defense, I think, is first. Yes, I think uh let me see here. They are yeah, they're first and there was another stat that in past defense that they're ranked very high on as well. But yes, they're number 2 in 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 completion percentage. Okay. Is another one that they're very good at. So Vince, when you look at the numbers, like those things are great. They sound awesome. They sound tremendous. I mean, the the best completion percentage Notre Dame has had against them all year was the kid from Central Michigan who went 10 of 20. But my whole point is against Ohio State against Duke, against USC, against Georgia, against Michigan, against Oklahoma. This is a completed pass that might go for a touchdown. Right, exactly. And and because, again, even if he throws it now, it's completed, he probably gets hit by the safety after he catches it. If the kid throws it when he should have, this is out. This is what NC State was beating with Notre Dame. And, guys, look, they're bringing a seven-man pressure. Seven-man – or, excuse me, that's a six-man pressure. And look, there's nobody close to him, and he's already at the top of his drop. He's already hit. He he's yeah. not hitting the top of his drop, so his feet aren't crossed. He's settled at the top of his drop. And it, it, this isn't just one play, Vince. This isn't me cherry picking one play to prove a point. We saw this a lot, mm-hmm. and that was the problem. And there was too much of this, and we talked about it against Tennessee State. We talked about it against NC State. And it was the same thing Saturday. It was you're 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 doing these things unnecessarily. 
Right. And when you blitz that often, teams are going to be more prepared to pick your blitz up. And and that's, I mean, Central Michigan did a really good job picking up Notre Dame's blitzes. Marcus Freeman even talked about this after the game. He's like, I'm not blaming a safety for that. There was the play where Xavier Watts got beat up the seam. I still think Xavier has to have more, you know, look, there's no one threatening the zone. He needs to open up and run with that. But it's kind of like you brought that pressure. Nobody comes close to getting home in, until it's, you know, the kid ends up getting hit as he's throwing it, but he held onto the ball again too long. They still hit him, but he's so wide open. He could just throw the ball yeah. up to the seam and, and complete the pass. And you, you're, you're just like, um, you know, that, that stuff shouldn't be happening to the backup quarterback for Central Michigan. Agreed. No, that's, absolutely. That's and it was the just the reality of it. And, and the, the other reality for me after watching the game, it's like, okay, you know, I, I get why I get that you're blitzing. I get you're doing certain things. Sure. I get that you're trying to mask some coverages and, and do some different stuff. But it just felt like at times some of the calls were just not defensively sound. And a team like Central Michigan was able to take advantage of that at times, right? Not a lot, not enough that it that swayed the game or anything like that. But to your point, other better quarterbacks, better teams are going to. And so yeah. you can't be unsound defensively and get away with it as much as Notre Dame has gotten away with it through right. the first four games. That's my biggest issue. Because as right. you said, when Notre Dame was in their base, and didn't have to think about all the different things, you know, timing your blitz and, you know, doing all these cross dog stuff and all this stuff. When they didn't have to think about it and they could just play, played really well. I really yeah. liked the way they played when they were in their base. Yeah. And Central Michigan couldn't do anything when Notre Dame was in their right. base and just playing defense. Right. I hope we just see a little bit more of that. Yes, yeah. it's a better offense against Ohio State. I get yeah. it. I'm not saying that it's not. But – let these guys just play. You don't have to trigger them all the time. And then some of that other stuff becomes more effective. Absolutely. I mean, th Correct. they're doing all these, they're doing all these things on Saturday events and they're putting their safeties in some really tough spots. And my whole point is your safeties are not good enough to do that. And here's the second part. We, we talked about this last night, Vince is you didn't play to the strengths of your team. When you don't have DJ Brown and JD Bertrand, your two most veteran players. And again, we've talked about this. I don't think JD Bertrand or J, J, DJ Brown is, is really that good of a player. Although he was coming off the best game of his career against NC state. True. But what's the one thing we have always said about DJ Brown. He knows what to do and he can get everybody lined up. The safeties were out of position so many times on Saturday. And I think a big part of that was you didn't have DJ Ramon yeah. Henderson does not like to tackle. Right. And you're triggering him on blitz after pull blitz and run stun after run stun. And it's like, that's not, that's you saying this looks really good on paper and it does. And you're bringing it. Yeah. And, it, and it's not being aware of who you have. Right. And who's healthy, even, right. you know, so maybe some of the stuff were to worked a little bit better if you had JD Bertrand, cause he could have got people lined up, but they're just, I've always felt Vince, you've got to be willing to play your base defense more and, and base defense doesn't mean you don't, you just stand there and wait. It's just more about, it's more, even when you are stunting, it's more vertical stuff. It's not yeah. the twists and slants and cross dogs where if they catch you, you're done, but it's more of just hard crashes. Everybody's right. got a gap. Everybody attacks it hard. And, Too many and times so, they were taking themselves out of the play unnecessarily. Right, because right, there was so much of issue. this stuff. Yeah. And, and again, that yeah. stuff's effective. That stuff is effective. But again, we talk about, Vince, when you do it so much, 
it becomes know, yeah, sometimes it's going to work and then other times it's not yeah. and and that's just that's kind of my point is you just need to see yep. more of like to me that that actually is smarter because you're 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 mixing it up even more yeah and it's like well hey if they're lined up with all these guys on this side we know they're bringing something well they're not going to bring them all from that side so where are they going to go they're going to bring them all over from over here so you, you run away from it well sometimes you may guess wrong but Right, they blow you up three yard loss. But yeah. the next time you guess right, and you just ran a toss crack outside, and Notre Dame can't get to the edge in this forty yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah. that's my concern. Yeah, Could not you're going to face a better quarterback with better receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ohio State kids are going to be a lot more effective over the middle than what the NC State kids were. You think? You know what I mean? And so you're going to have to have some awareness of that and and be willing to adjust. Now, maybe this is just they've been using these games as tune ups. I don't know. I just hope that we just don't get into a situation where because stuff has worked, you think it's great. Right. And it has worked so far because they've really beat up on teams. But they – I'll say it again. You haven't played a good football team yet. Exactly. You just haven't. Yep. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The game Notre Dame fans have been waiting for all season is here. As the Fighting Irish get ready to play the Ohio State Buckeyes. And if you're still looking for tickets to this titanic battle, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's gametime.co. Defensive line-wise, I think what also hurt Notre Dame on Saturday is I don't think the defensive line played that well as a whole. I thought certain guys played well, uh, but it was it was always like it was never it was never like it was always like one guy didn't do what he needed to do. That's what I mean. Like you know, so there'd be a play where like Riley Mills would have a great rep and Howard Cross would have a great rep, but then the big end doesn't do what he needed to do or the Viper doesn't do what he needed to do or the play call would kind of twist him into problems and things along those lines. Like 
know, so there was a lot of good individual play from the defensive line. Uh, Javante Jean-Baptiste was really good on Saturday. I thought Riley Mills was really good on Saturday. Howard Cross, this was probably his worst game of the year, and I use that word kind of with asterisks because it's worse relative to what he's been doing. I didn't think he was on top of his game on Saturday. And again, part of that was because they were asking him to play a lot laterally, and then he's you know, eating up two blocks in the A-gap, and it's just like, is that really what you want to be doing, Howard Cross? You know? Mm-hmm. But um, I thought overall I didn't think the D-line played great. Again, Howard, you know, they had Donovan Heinish in the game, and and with him it's kind of like they'd bring him in and he'd be two-gapping, and you're like, that's the dude you need to be twisting with more right. often. You know what I mean? It's just some of that stuff was a little frustrating. I'll tell you what, though, but Jason Onye had a, had a game in the second half. He did. He played like 13 snaps. Well, the whole game. So, most of them in the second half because that's when he flashed. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had to. Th- yeah. There were, there were some stuff, Vince, that I just, when I looked at, at the, the, the snap counts from the game, according to Pro Football Focus, there was some stuff on there that, that had me, had me scratching my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Jason Onye played 13 snaps. But the other part too is some of the calls worked, Vince, and you just gotta you gotta finish. I mean, Jalen Snead right. run stunt, he's right there in the hole, blow it up, and he misses. You know, safety's coming down in space, and you got a chance to make a play, and you don't make it. You try right. to you go for the knockout blow instead of the form tackle, yeah. and lets the guy gets two, three extra yards, and now they're in fourth oh. down in territory, they can go for two. Right. So there was a lot of that stuff there on Saturday too, and and so, and that comes down to what we talked about is like this is a team that was over that, that was looking past central Michigan to a degree. Sure. And that's going to happen, which is somewhat yeah. unavoidable. I mean, yeah. you can, you can preach it. You can say all the right things you can do, excuse me, all the right things as a head coach. And it's unavoidable when you've right. got a team like central Michigan right before the yeah. biggest game of the season up to this point. Yeah. I mean, night game and green jersey, all the crap, right? You know what I mean? Like all the yeah. crap, it's all there. And it, 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 these are still kids, man. They're going to look past it. They're going to look past it. So let, let me, let me say this last point, Vince. You know what this could have been too. Honestly, this could have been Al golden saying, let's just run a bunch of stuff at these guys. Well, and that's what we thought. And have Ohio state. I mean, I'm serious. Too. Like yeah. part of me wonders if that's what they were like. I, I think I said this to you when you were on the phone, I really, starting to wonder if that's what they were doing on Saturday because they were extra aggressive on Saturday. Didn't they you think? ran more blitzes than I remember to them playing all year long. Now I don't have any facts to back yeah. that up. I agree. Yeah, I'm going to go back and look at that. I'm going to go back and watch the NC state game and see if they're, I mean, they, they blitzed a lot against NC state as well, but it just kind of felt like I'm like waiting on them to run a base stunt, a, a base play. And I'm just like, okay, still not there. <laughs> right. Still not there. And I just still don't remember waiting. being that heavy. Yeah. And they were bringing some stuff where you're like, bro, what are you? They brought a corner fire on Saturday. Like they, they did. were, I mean, they, they had I don't multiple nickel ever, fires. And I don't I mean, remember them ever triggering Ben Morrison until yeah. yesterday. Well, they triggered him and they triggered Jade Mickey yesterday. <laughs> so, so it was just like, okay, part of me wonders if they're just throwing all this stuff out for Ohio State to prepare for and not letting Ohio State get kind of keyed in on the things they really yeah. like yeah. against them so i don't Which, know that's just i mean maybe that's wishful thinking well it could be wishful thinking but it would explain the fact that it felt like at times maybe more often than i even realized that the stuff that they were throwing at central michigan had nothing to do with what central michigan was actually doing yes you know yes. what i mean and i i i 
would love to think that Al Golden is smarter than that. Like, why would you throw some of this crazy stuff right. at Central Michigan in this particular situation? Like, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So maybe it's, you know, a little reverse psychology or whatever. The, I would love for that to be the case. Yes. I really, really would. I, yes. I would love for that to yeah. be the case. <laughs> yep. funny and and up, I'll bro. repeat again. I, I get it. People are worried about the defense this weekend. I am too, but I'm just going to repeat again. If Notre Dame repeats its performance against Ohio State from last year defensively, they will win on Saturday. Yeah. Because they have a much better offense. Yep. So I'll just, leave, I'll just leave it at that. Right. So, yes, I'm frustrated, but my frustration is about a defense that right now, Vince, con- we've provided the context. I've already told you what the context is. But here's here's what I do know. Through four games, this is what I know about the Notre Dame football team. They rank 14th in the country in scoring defense or giving up 11.8 points per game. Pretty they rank fourth in the nation in total defense, third in yards per play. They rank – see here, where are they rush defense-wise? I know they're they're 42nd in rush defense right now but they are 27th in yards allowed per play at 2.9 per play. They rank in passing yards allowed fourth in fewest pass yards allowed. They've given up two touchdown passes, picked off five. They rank number one in pass efficiency defense. They rank number two in lowest completion percentage allowed. They rank 13th in the country in – in yards allowed per attempt. So, and I'm actually going to go look this up. I didn't look this up before the show events, but I'm also curious what they're, what they, how, where they rank as far as, um, you know, passing yards per completion, because they haven't allowed a ton of big plays in the past game either. I'm actually going to look this up here while we're talking, but there's a, there's a, there's good things to, to focus on. And yes, they've got to get better. There's no doubt they've got to get sure. better. They've got to give up. They've got to clean up some things. But there's also been a lot to like, and and some of this is going to come down to, you know, I just I don't like this defense, and I worry about how this defense is going to be against a team like Ohio State. That's part of it. If I'm I'm just being honest, that's part of of the issue for me. But it worked last year, mm-hmm. and hopefully it works again this year. So uh, Notre Dame this year, Vince. Um, let me just find it real quick. They rank. Okay, actually not that great. They they rank 68th in yards allowed per completion. So that's actually not that good. But like I said, there's a there's a there's some definitely some good things to like about sure. this football team. And hey, they've I think they're already close. Yeah, they rank 12th in the nation in uh in uh red zone defense and they're tied for ninth in the nation in red zone touchdown defense. And if you look at their touchdown defense, Vince, they've kept teams out of the end zone on eight trips in the red zone. They're they're four of 12 on red zone trips this year, Vince. They only kept teams out of the end zone five times last year in the red zone, ranked 131st. So Notre Dame has already had three more red zone stops this year uh, as far as limiting touchdowns than they had last year. And when you look at their total stops last year, uh, in the red zone, Notre Dame. Let me let me pull that back up. Last year, Notre Dame only had two total stops in the red zone all year, 
Only five drives didn't end in a touchdown. This year, they've already stopped five red zone trips from any points, and they've had eight stops as far as not allowing a touchdown. So that's a positive, right? Yeah, we are positive, we're, yeah. we're seeing some growth in, from this football team. I'm just going to keep going back to the fact, Vince, however, that I just – I've said it all along. They just haven't played a good offense yet. If they go do what we're talking about on Saturday and 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 make things challenging for – how State's going to get theirs on Saturday. They're going to get theirs on Saturday. Sure. But it's it's don't don't let it consistently happen, right? And that's what they did a good job of last year. They gave up a couple of big plays. But overall, they kept – they made Ohio State work – for their yards and eventually you you make a stop you make a play they make a mistake and you take advantage of it and and so if they can if they keep do if the results against ohio state are what they've been the first four games their name's going to win this game convincingly my concern is just projecting what they've done to a team like ohio state and it's like can any of you name like one receiver that they've played so far this year can any of you like name one receiver they've played this like, that you're like oh i remember that guy i know you're gonna say oh, concepcion okay. i want dang yeah. good. <laughs> you're good that's exactly that's what the I'm only guy because he's got the most unique name yes you that, know wow. so, um yeah <laughs> that's weird but that's just you know they're gonna again they're gonna have to play better i'm i'm, I'm hopeful i'm hopeful i am hopeful yeah for sure but um for sure yeah we're, we're, we're they're gonna have to bring their a game they're capable they are. of it they're definitely capable wait. of it. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. 
My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 